Good afternoon. It is such a joy to be able to join with you once again on New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. It is so good and so joyful to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you each day of the week. And I hope and pray that this is a blessing for you. If you would like more information on Flat Creek Baptist Church, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. On our website, you can find all the information you need on how to become a part of the body of Christ here at Flat Creek. And if you would like to continue this radio ministry and you would like to support it, you can find a giving tab there just designate it to go to the radio ministry and that way we can keep this going for months and years ahead. Today I want you to turn back to the book of Mark, Mark chapter number 8 and today we're going to be looking at verse number 27 through verse number 33. Mark chapter 8 verse 27 through verse number 33. And now the Bible says this, they come to the region the Bible says of Caesarea Philippi. Now, the region of Caesarea Philippi is a is an area uh, that is uh, consumed with idolatry. So there are Roman gods and goddesses, idols lining the streets of Caesarea Philippi, and up on top of the mountain there, you actually have a white marble palace built or temple built for Caesar Augustus. Now, understand, friends, that uh, in, in Rome, there was a such a thing called Caesar worship. They believed that Julius Caesar, the first Caesar, the Romans did, believed that the first Caesar, Julius Caesar, was God in the flesh. They believed that he was God the father. Now his son, Caesar Augustus, was considered to be who? God the son. And so there in Caesarea Philippi, notice the name Caesarea, that is Caesar, Caesarea Philippi, there was a temple built for Caesar Augustus. Also in Caesarea Philippi, very interesting, there's a large cave and if you go to the cave and you look down, it seems as if it's a bottomless pit and is actually known as what? The cave of the goddess of Pan, but also known as the gate of hell. Now that is very interesting because in the subsequent parallel text of what we're reading in Mark 8 today, over in Mark 16, is where Jesus would say the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. So very interesting that Jesus would say all this in the region of Caesarea Philippi. But just consider for a moment, Caesarea Philippi, idols everywhere with the temple to the Son of God, according to the Romans, Augustus up on the hillside. And what does Jesus say as he's passing through this area? He says, who do, do people say that I am? And they say the following words. Well, some say John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Still others say the prophet. So some say you're, you're John reincarnated. Some say you're Elijah that's come to be the forerunner of the Messiah. Some say you're just a prophet. And then listen to Jesus. But you. Who do you say 
that I am? Friends, listen, that is the question that every single person on earth must answer. What do you say? What do you believe about Jesus? You have to answer that question. I have to answer that question. And the response of that question will determine your relationship with God the Father and your eternal destiny. So what do you say about Jesus? He first asked, what do people say about me? But then secondly, he says, what do you say about me? What Jesus is saying in that text is this. It doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. The only thing that matters is what you think. It doesn't matter what your mama thinks or your daddy thinks or your sister thinks. It doesn't matter what your classmate thinks or your coworker thinks. It doesn't even matter what your spouse thinks. What matters is this. Are you a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you personally given your life to him by faith? Have you come to the conclusion in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God? Well, Peter speaks up and he pronounces that very thing. He says, you are the Messiah in the parallel text in Matthew 16, he says, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Consider where Peter would say this with that temple for Caesar Augustus, the quote unquote Roman son of God is there above their how or above their heads. And Peter in that place says, you, Jesus, you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. You are the Son of God. You are the Anointed One. You are God come in the flesh. That's what Peter says. And notice what Jesus does. Jesus strictly warned them to tell no one about him. you got to understand, Jesus is always moving for, to one specific destiny. That destiny being the cross. And Jesus knew there was an appointed hour at which the cross must come. He could not go to the cross any earlier than what God had, 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 had put in place uh, before the foundation of the earth. And so Jesus knew there was a specific time he must go to the cross. And anything before that would be outside of the Father's will. And so Jesus could not uh, allow uh, people to come and force him to be an earthly Messiah. That is not why he came. Jesus came to be the savior of the world, to save us spiritually from our sins. And he knew if word begins to spread about him, they're going to come and they're going to try to force him to be an earthly king. And Jesus warns them at this moment, basically, it's not time for people yet to know who I am. And so he strictly warns them to tell no one. But then watch this. He begins to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, be killed and rise after three days. He was openly talking about this. So, so Jesus, he tells the disciples... He, he warns them not to tell anyone, but at the same moment, he begins to tell them about the cross of Calvary. Now, friends, listen to me. Tomorrow, we're going to go just a little bit more in depth into Jesus' teaching on Calvary here in the text and, and how radical of an idea that would actually be for the disciples and the Jews that would have been in his listening audience. The idea of a suffering Messiah was something they had never considered before. So you're going to hear that tomorrow. But as for today, 
I want you to ask that question and I want you to, to, to determine in your heart what you believe about Jesus. Is he really the son of God or is he some imposter who came and has led millions of people to believe in a lie? You must decide. Friends, as for me, I've made my conclusion. Jesus is the son of God. God bless you and have a good afternoon.